This is the John Oakley Show podcast. His name is uh, Ikar Mao, and he's been on the terror watch list for a while. He's a 22-year-old man out of uh, Guelph. And the Mounties uh, have now charged him with participating in the activities of a terrorist group and leaving this country to join ISIS. And apparently this guy had been on the radar for a good long time. The Turkish authorities uh, took him in and his new bride near the Syrian border. And then they allege that when they went through his phone, it was a treasure trove of ISIS propaganda, death cult videos, encrypted messages, which I'm sure was all just coincidental. Uh, But they sent him back to Canada in October. He told authorities, no, 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 he's not joining ISIS, despite, according to police letters saying otherwise, that had been left with his parents. But he was given bail, which I think is interesting. He was given bail on return, and clearly something happened because the RCMP moved in and they have upped the charges. Let's bring in Mubin Sheikh, former CSIS operative and counterterrorism expert. Hello, Mubin. Hi, thanks for having me. What do you know about this case? I mean, as I understand, it's the same unit involved uh, that took down the Toronto 18 case. So they've been watching this guy. um, And I don't know much about what he was being watched for. What do you know? Yeah, I mean, this follows a a, a little bit of a pattern that we've seen in other cases. There was a Quebec couple, uh, young, you know, young couple, 2021, who claimed under the guise of a honeymoon trip uh, to be going to Syria. Um, yeah, quite the honey, it's quite the honeymoon spot. Yeah, right. I mean, the Syrian border, <clears throat> such a wonderful place to take your family, of course. <laughs> uh, and, and this is something that ISIS tells its people to do, right? Give, you know, you know, excuses. Oh, we're going for tourism. You know, we're going for this. Maybe do some Internet searches to show that actually you're, you're doing that to cover up your trail. Um, but, you know, a lot of these kids are not as smart as they think they are. So the Quebec couple, uh, they were put on peace bond. Uh, they were they were actually charged but acquitted mm-hmm. of the charges, if you can imagine. And the, the male was, was found guilty of possession of an explosive substance. Um, there's another case, Aousa Peshdari, who was uh, recently in the news because he was released on, uh, on peace bond as well. And uh, he was another guy that had gone twice to Turkey and was picked up by a Turkish cab driver, for suspicion of wanting to join ISIS, and he was deported back and, the, and, and fell into the hands of the RCMP. So these two, the exact same scenario, uh, they went over there, sightseeing, of course, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the Turkish authorities realized what's going on, and so deported them back. And I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm assuming that the RCMP, after uh, you know, technical analysis and, and other evidence gathering, realize that there is enough to lay a charge for participation and uh, travel for the purposes of joining in the group. Yeah, I mean, we never really know in this country what is going on because the police here are much more, um, you know, closed off about these kinds of investigations. But clearly they were doing some digging. It's just a little surprising because, you know, moving one of the big problems is we don't get told when these people come back. You know, the government is very quiet and secretive about this kind of stuff. And then you hear these stories where you find out that some guy who's been over, uh, whether they're fighting with ISIS or they've been trying to get over there to fight there. Then you get Canadians who find out, okay, this guy's living in my neighborhood or they get arrested and people feel really uneasy about it but to find out you know he was on bail um on strict conditions you know it's not that it's not not the most trustworthy way to go around this if you're going to bring these people back either you have to tell canadians uh you know and give them the information if they're going to be walking around yeah and 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 unfortunately this is just the nature of police investigations you know they need to keep things very private to protect the integrity of the investigation 
if some of these cases end up becoming jury trials, you don't want to be, you know, poisoning the jury pool by by giving out information. Uh, so I can understand why they do that. But unfortunately, I mean, we're going to be dealing with more returnees. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't really put these two in the returnee category per se. Yeah. But looking at uh, those individuals who are in custody overseas, uh, this does indicate that the RCMP has a little bit more confidence in uh, charging those individuals with these offenses. Because the, the same offenses that these two have been charged with are going to be at least the offenses that all these other ISIS returnees are going to be charged with. The problem right now is, uh, you know, of course, the Canadian government is not making any moves to repatriate them. But what's happening is that countries in the region, Turkey, Iraq in particular, are basically saying, we don't want them, you got to take them back. So we may face a a, a difficult scenario where Turkey is basically going to scoop up the Canadians, drive them to the Canadian embassy and drop them off and say, here you go, take them back. Yeah. So, and, uh, yeah, we're going to be in a, in a load of trouble when that happens. Well, and then we saw what happened in the U.K. last week, um, you know, where the the government there is now kind of doing an overhaul, looking at the people who have come back from fighting for ISIS. And they're going to have to look at who's out, who's been doing what. Uh, they don't want to have another repeat of what happened on that London bridge. Um, you know, I wonder, though, what, what would the appeal be? I mean, in 2019, what, the caliphate is gone. We have all this information about ISIS. There's nothing appealing about it. It surprises me, um, you know, that a 22-year-old guy uh, would still think that that's appealing. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, like you mentioned, uh, death cult videos, right? That was your, mm-hmm. and it's a death cult, right? I mean, they they are cult members, right? So it doesn't matter. I mean, they'll just keep moving the goalposts. So what? The caliphate is dead. You know, we're still alive, and we'll keep it going, right? In our in our membership. Uh, and, and, and you know, um, uh, basically supporting the group. So but what's interesting about the, the U.K. Uh, case that you mentioned very quickly, this was a guy who was sentenced to 16 years in mm-hmm. prison, mm-hmm. was released halfway through his sentence, yeah. and then declared to be de-radicalized, mm-hmm. and then, you know, and then attended a conference on prison de-radicalization and stabbed and killed two of the people that were helping him. I know. Yeah. You know, so so it's we have to be very careful when we think about de-radicalization. I mean, yes, it's an option. It does work in some cases, but not always. And how do you know which one is going to go off and which one isn't? And that's the problem. Right. And now we have been lulled over time into thinking that this thing doesn't happen anymore and terror doesn't hit us. But that's the thing about terror. It hits when you least expect it. And so the plan, right. these a lot of these cells or these uh, lone wolves, as they're called, they're, they're in it for the long game. They're not in it just to do it. Some of them are in it for a long game, so they'll wait for the uh, opportunity and, and do it. Um, as far as the wife, the, the uh, wife, would she have been charged with him? Well, in this case, it doesn't seem that he was. Char- uh, she has been charged. Uh, I don't know why that is. Yeah, that, that, that's um, the only thing that struck me as odd is that her name yeah. wasn't brought up because if you're going over to join your husband, uh, we might as well charge you too. Yeah. I don't see it as different. All right, so fascinating case. Mubin, thank you for your insight. Appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Thank you. That is Mubin uh, Sheikh joining us with the latest on that. So I-, I wish we get more details, but as you've seen more and more in this country, we don't get details. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.